Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, intuitive life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If you're ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, hello. I want to do a quick talk on, you know, how to overcome your self-sabotage, how to stop getting in your own way. And um, I'm just going to begin by saying, uh, you're probably not going to like what I have to say. (laughs) Because um, I don't think that you need to necessarily, like, stop self-sabotaging. I mean, yes, I don't want you getting in your own way. I'm busy and in the habit of teaching other people how to allow themselves to receive more and create more and get out of their own way. But I don't want you to think that you're going to like mm, make self-sabotage per se go away. Don't run away yet. Come back, come back. (laughs) I see you running. Come back. All right. Here's the first thing that I want you to know about self-sabotage. The first thing I want you to know is that it's just, it's just, you know, your ego not wanting to get hurt, not wanting to like, you know, die, get embarrassed, feel pain, etc. So when you find yourself working towards something that you want, you want to create, whether it's love or money or your business or something in your career, and you find that you have habits that keep that thing from happening and you're looking at them, you're recognizing them, you see how you're getting in your own way and you're thinking to yourself, I would like to stop self-sabotaging. What I would love to offer you is that pause why is it that your brain and or your ego or however you want to think about it, why is there a part of you that is trying to keep you safe? And what on earth is it trying to keep you safe from exactly? Like I know I rattled off a couple of ideas just a moment ago, but like specific to the thing that you're doing, when you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I am getting in my own way, Why? Like for the specific thing that you're thinking about, think about why are, why am I getting in my own way? How am I keeping myself safe? What am I keeping myself safe from? What pain am I avoiding? What suffering? What feeling? What emotion? What circumstance? What situation? All of these things meaning the same thing and being interchangeable. What is the thing that you're actually afraid of experiencing happening, etc.? What is your what is this self-sabotaging trying to save you from? Look at that. Spend some time with that. There is some healing there, right? Not only is there an opportunity there for you to get clear on what it is that needs to be healed, but once you do that, right, once you see the thing that it's trying to save you from feeling, experiencing, blah, 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 you can use it as the means by which you get the thing that you want. You can use it as the path forward. So I know that I've shared with this with you in the past that I make my clients make um, to fail lists. Like I make them 
like write the things that they think they need to be willing to fail at in order to succeed at whatever they're creating, make that list and like go do it. I want you to think about the ways that you're self-sabotaging in a similar way. Like if you are finding yourself, I don't know, let me come up with an example. If you are finding yourself in relationships or in dating and you see how you pull yourself away (laughs) from a certain person, situation, whatever, you pull yourself away, you do something that creates disconnection. I'm glad I picked this example because I've done this, right? So there have been situations where I can see myself pulling away from my partner and because I am look like because I'm have this awareness that I will pull away from my partner, I will create separateness when I am scared because I feel safer in the separateness sometimes than I do in the togetherness. Because if I think that in the togetherness that he's going to reject me, I'd rather be by myself and not have to face the rejection. So I will, let's say something happens, we get in an argument or like, I don't know, some random thing. Sometimes he's not even like, sometimes he's not even participating in the thing. Like something, like something happened and I made it have a meaning and then I want to pull away. He doesn't even know what's happening. I'm just sharing that just because like, this is what our brains does, our brains do. So I'm pulling away and I'm like, why are you, I can hear my thoughts, right? I'm listening to my thoughts go like, I'm not going to talk to him about it, blah, 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 like creating more separateness. Why am I doing that? So I'll ask myself, why are you doing that? And there's really only one answer. (laughs) You're trying to create separateness because Melissa, you find that to be more safe than being together because when you're together, then you risk feeling loss or rejection if the other person rejects you, whatever. But if you're by yourself, you feel safe. So when I feel at all insecure, the thing I want to do is be separate and create distance. How is that helpful? One, I see what I'm doing so I get to choose differently and recognize what the feelings and the emotions are that I'm trying to avoid. And then I get to use the information from that whole situation to decide to do something differently and show me the way forward. I want to be together. I don't want to be separate. I just don't want to get hurt. How do I move forward in such a way that I can avoid getting hurt? Well, you already know, life doesn't really offer all of that, but I can do things to make it better. Right. So in those situations, when I'm deciding I want to be separate right now because I don't want to get hurt, the best thing that I could freaking ever do is straight up tell him what's going on in my head about some situation that he doesn't even know about and just tell him, hey, I'm really wanting to like avoid and not talk to you because I feel like I might get rejected. I know. Vulnerable AF right? <laughs> like, like, who wants to say that or do that <laughs> on a regular, like, usually when we're feeling like that, that's exactly not what we want to say. Because what if the person rejects us or something like that? We're really afraid. But if I can find the courage, right, to take this thing that was my sabotage, which was my fear, and then I decide to use it 
to make the way forward, I take I'm afraid to be separate or I'm afraid to be rejected, rather. I'm afraid to be rejected. And I use that to say, how are we going to solve for this problem? Because what you really want is connection. Connection. I'm going to go to my partner and say, I really want to be connected to you, but this thing's happened and it's making me feel like you might reject me. So I'm wanting to run away and I'm telling you this so that you don't let me because I want to be close to you. I want to feel accepted by you. I want to be loved by you. I know. I know. These things can be hard. (laughs) I'm listening to myself say them and I've said them to my partner before, but I know in those moments when you're feeling like that, that feels like the very impossible thing to do, but it is the most courageous thing to do. And it is the most bomb thing to do when you run into your own mess of self-sabotage. So I want you to notice the places where you're self-sabotaging. So another good example, let's say the thing that you're self-sabotaging is with money and you find that once you get it, you spend it and then create this feeling and putting yourself in a sense of scarcity and you're like, why? Why is it that whenever I make money, I just make the money disappear and then I feel horrible? So you're examining your self-sabotage. Why am I taking the money and making it disappear? What am I avoiding when I decide that I'm going to have money be available to me and, um, you know, not spend it all? Have it just, have my overflow. Live in my overflow and have it be there and just know that it's there. Like, what am I avoiding? What feelings am I avoiding from um, keeping the money versus spending it? You probably never thought of this. Maybe you have, but you probably never thought of this. One of the things you might be avoiding is a feeling like you don't know what to do with the money or that you'll make bad decisions with the money or that the money is making you a bad person. (laughs) So what you do instead of having to worry about all of those things is you just make the money disappear and go back to status quo, right? Instead of creating change, which is scary and unnerving, you just make your money and then make it disappear so you can go back to any feeling of status quo before. Hand. If you look at that self-sabotage and you realize the thing that I'm avoiding is my fears around change and what this means about me, then you get to decide what does this mean about me? What do I want it to mean about me to have this money? And how do I live in that energy? How do I show up from that space? What do I need to do in order to actually like face the fear that's showing up and get to my goal. So if the thing that you're avoiding when you're self-sabotaging is having um, your the feeling of like change or like <laughs> feeling like things are different than they were before because now you have this money and you know if you if you spend it then you're back to whatever thoughts you have about lack or scarcity. What you can decide is the thing that I'm avoiding is feeling really abundant and maybe the uh, and maybe what I'm avoiding is the responsibilities of being avoidant uh, abundant. So what is your medicine? Your medicine is allowing yourself to be abundant and examining what are the responsibilities that I'm avoiding and look at them. Are they mine? Do they belong to me? They don't belong to me. I could put them down. Are they mine? 
Are they my responsibility? Then they're my responsibility no matter what. <laughs> they're not just my responsibility when I have more versus when I have less. Am I going to do something about it? Okay, all of those examples, and I hope it wasn't awfully too confusing, all of these examples, just to get to the point with, of this um, sentence, the obstacle is the way. I've heard this before. The first time I heard it, I was like, damn, I hate that title. I hate that name. That is a problem. I don't like it. <laughs> and that was because I felt like it was the truest thing I've ever heard. I know there's a book. I don't know the author. I've never read it. I've just stuck with that sentence. And I've realized in my life that the things that look like an obstacle, the thing that I think is getting in my way, the thing that I'm calling a fear is actually my fucking way forward. It is the way forward. So if you find yourself afraid to do something, look at that fear, understand that fear, do the damn thing. That is the thing that you need to do in order to get to where you're going. And there's a reason why you're afraid. The reason why you're afraid is because of how important it is, how soul aligned that it is, right? If there was nothing at stake, you wouldn't feel any fear at all. But there is. Something important is at stake. Something magical is at stake. Something related to something big is at stake. And if you don't do it, you lose it. And the fear is coming up to show you, hey, this is important. You should do something about this. You should move in that direction. And the same is true for your self-sabotage. If you find yourself doing things that get in the way of the progress and the success that you want to create, there is a reason. There is some healing there. There is a way forward in that feeling in that sensation, in the things that you do that keep you from moving forward, look at them. What is your ego trying to protect you from? What is it trying to protect you from feeling and experiencing? Go after those things. You can handle them. Whatever it is that you're afraid of, you can handle it. Whatever circumstance that you are afraid of having happen, you can navigate and avoiding it keeps you in the same position and taking a deep look at it look at it and this deciding that is the direction exact direction that I'm going to go in is how you make fucking mega leaps because you're not even like talking all day about a thing you're just like I'm going to just straight up fucking do this and jolt my system into understanding this is safe and we're fine <laughs> right like think about I don't know if you do social media or or, um, you know, market online. Think about the first time you've ever did like a live anything. Maybe before you did it, it was the scariest thing ever. And then guess what? You did it and it was like not a fucking problem. And maybe now you do it all the time and you don't care. It's just like you don't even comb your freaking hair. That's what happens. That's what happens. Do the thing and then it like dissolves. You can make quantum leaps this way. Look at your self-sabotage. Look at the fears. What are you avoiding? Go straight after them. Go straight after them. <laughs> In English, go straight after it. All right. That's what I wanted you to know. Is there anything else I wanted you to know? Um, yeah. The one thing that I also want you to know about self-sabotage is you know, and your fear is that as you clear them, you know, new ones are going to creep up. 
And it's not because I'm trying to plague your life with those experiences as much as I know that as long as you're in a state of expansion, you're going to be moving forward. So when you've just when you've decided and made change and conquered whatever self-sabotage and fear you have, you might bump into some new shit because your brain is going to be like, oh, shit, this shit is new. I don't know if we're safe. I don't know if this is a good idea. (laughs) And I don't want you to think that anything is wrong when your brain does that. It's a very normal, natural experience. It's saying, hey, this is brand new. Are we going to be okay? And you don't have to make it mean it's not going to be okay. You can make it mean, oh, these are the normal feelings that I have when I try a new thing. When I decide to expand, I brush up against feelings and emotions related to the fact that my brain hasn't decided or hasn't found enough evidence or hasn't or isn't wanting to believe that I'm going to be okay when things change. Super duper normal. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. It's okay. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like you keeping yourself safe. Um, I try to have love for my ego and understand like it really thinks <laughs> it really thinks it's keeping me safe. Like it's really trying very hard. And I'm constantly trying to like, you know, talk mama bear down and be like, we're going to be OK. <laughs> I love that you love me so much and that you're trying to protect me. And also we're going to be fine and you're going to be fine. All right. I love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Sacred Podcast. For more ways to connect, I want you to head to melissaelysian.com. To be coached by me, head to my website and schedule a time for us to chat all things sacred and sovereign about your life and your business. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon.